This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thank you very much, uh, Lucius. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We're talking hoop with you coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll get the very latest out of the league and the Mavs rumor rooskies and conjecture. It's uh, time now, though, for uh, Zach Wolchuk to deliver some outstanding NFL content. Here's Zachary. Hey, this is Dan Graziano, NFL playoff myth busters and something that we're wrong about when it comes to 14 NFL teams and the narrative of the Cowboys just beating up on the bad teams and not performing well against the good teams is where Dan Graziano's going is a myth that they have a bit of a bully element to them. They played seven games this season against the Giants, the Jets, the Pats, the Panthers, Commanders, won those games by an average of 30.4 points. Cowboys struggled more against better teams, and the margins in those games were not nearly as large, which leads to the perception that Dak and the Cowboys are good at beating up on bad teams, but something short of elite when the opponents are better, say the 49ers, the Eagles, the Bills, the Lions. So he says, why is this a myth? Sure, Dak's got better numbers against bad teams. That's the case for most quarterbacks in the NFL. His QBR against teams with losing records was 80.7. It was 63.4 against teams with winning records. Big difference, sure. But 63.3 would still rank 7th in the league on its own. Prescott threw 19 of his touchdowns in 9 games against sub-500 teams. 17 of those against winning teams. Everyone inflates their numbers when they play bad teams, and they should. But Dak's numbers against teams that have winning records, 66% completion percentage, 17 touchdowns to 6 picks, still excellent when you look at the rest of the National Football League, and there's no denying the season Prescott is having. So when now you're going into the postseason, you're playing against good teams. Everyone would probably acknowledge that. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay, I think, good team. Dak's numbers seem to probably remain consistent. And, and I think that Dak's been consistent for the majority of the season. San Francisco was really bad. Buffalo was really bad. You take those two games out of the equation, 15 out of 17. I expect Dak to continue to perform well no matter who the competition is in the postseason, except for maybe San Francisco because they seem to have his number. This year, more than any, it just hasn't been his fault. You know, it's it's been uh, really the front office, you know, for not not giving him better protection and really a better running game, not not giving you a good a, a viable running back. You know, and the running game's bad. For him to have maybe his best year ever considering the surroundings around him receded, uh, you know, I, I think that exonerates Dak. I, I think it is on the team, though. The team does struggle to beat the great teams. That's real. That's not a myth. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I mean, you beat the Lions. Otherwise, what what's, what's the win that's overly like, hey, that was a really good team. We found out the Eagles are not a good football team. You, you, I don't know. The, C, the Seahawks, decent football team. But for the most part, you go toe-to-toe with legit teams. 
and somehow it's 10 points, 20 points, okay, well, that's that's just not enough to get it done when it really matters, and that ultimately ends up being the case every time. When it really matters, you, you're bounced out after round one or round two. That's it. That's what happens, and it's unfortunate. But that, that's just the way it goes. Maybe it's penalties. Maybe it's mismanaging a game, you know, on the sidelines from your coach, whatever it is. Maybe it's some, maybe it's Tony Pollard against Miami not being able to get into the end zone. It, inexplicably, yeah. you, you can't get into the end zone. Okay. Well, we can't be a good team, especially on the road. Yeah. I mean, they're, they'll have an opportunity to prove that uh, during the postseason. I mean, you don't think that this year's postseason will be any different. I mean, you'll pick them to be the Packers. Don't think the Packers are qualified as an elite team. Yeah, so yeah, this is really the kind of the team you beat teams. at home. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but in the NFC, who is the team outside of San Francisco that you don't think they can beat? Nobody, nobody, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I think that this is kind of laid out for them. This is their best chance. There's no juggernaut. There's no Aaron Rodgers. There's no even though they beat Tom Brady and ended his career. Their quarterback play. There's nobody that you're looking at that you're saying, my gosh, this team is way better than us. Until you maybe have to play San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. Or you get to a Super Bowl and then you worry about that because you're so you the, the high and euphoria is amazing. We're in the damn Super Bowl. Yeah. Now it's house money. Yeah. But why, there's no excuse to no. oh okay well they can't be good teams. It's the playoffs. Everybody's good and we all view the Cowboys as better than everybody they're going to play. That's why Mike McCarthy can't afford to lose. He, he he loses in the first round of the second round. That's that's why questions will come up. It would just, be a major just, blow. Just then, how just yeah. how you laid it out. Yeah. Jerry Jones, right. Jerry Jones is is just laid it out exactly how you said, and it's true. There's nobody other than San Francisco that we feel like that we can't beat in this uh, in this NFC. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's the that's the pressure that Mike McCarthy has on him right now. Exactly what you just said. Yeah, and if they lose, then I think going into next year could be an ultimatum type year. You know, I think that's the reality for Mike McCarthy. Like, you go on a great run here, maybe you lock yourself in for another contract. You you well, lose he is under early. contract. Yeah, he is under contract for, for another one year. year. One yeah. more year, but see that I don't think. Yeah, say I, Jerry Jones likes to make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, that's big to him. He he wants you to feel uncomfortable working for him. So with that being said, you know, and Mike, I'd start making him feel uncomfortable if I was Mike and Dak. If if you're leaning on me like that publicly. I would definitely say something like, wow, you know, we, we got this passing game going great. Yeah. It's amazing considering, you know, the organization does not appear that intent on giving us a good set of run blockers or good running backs. And it's no disrespect to Tony Pollard, but the guy was coming off of a leg injury. You know, maybe you say that like March 10th after Tony Pollard has already signed somewhere else because you got to be sensitive to the guys right now. But we got to get off a blast at some point. Like, you want to make me feel uncomfortable, bro? Yeah. How about I tell the truth about why we're not Super Bowl champions and why I have to watch inferior quarterbacks to Dak Prescott continue to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? It's frustrating. And a lot of yeah. people texting like, hey, don't overlook the Packers. I don't think anybody's overlooking no. Green Bay. No. Jordan Love has been fantastic the last nobody's, 10 games nobody's of the season. So the spread's seven and a but half. The Cowboys, should, not the Cowboys are better up. than Green Bay. That they is a should huge, win this game. A huge playoff point spread, seven and a half. Yes, they've won 16 in a row at AT&T Stadium. You're at home. You're not having to go to Green Bay, and they don't have Aaron Rodgers. And as Jordan Love, I do think, is very talented and very capable of playing a good game, no matter how young he is. And that's the myth. Uh, for the Packers, is that their offense is too young to make noise in the playoffs. Yeah. Because according to the Elias Sports Bureau, they are the youngest team to make the postseason since the 1974 Buffalo Bills. Now, why is this a myth, according to Dan Graziano? Packers played six games this regular season against teams that made the playoffs. They went 3-3 three and three in those games with the wins against the Chiefs, the Lions, the Rams. 
in those six games. Jordan Love posted a QBR of 62.9, which, by the way, is lower than what Dax was against the better teams, completed 67% of his passes through 12 touchdowns to four picks, also averaged 264 passing yards in those matchups. Packers' young offensive players have bought in. They've gelled together as the season's progressed. They're as healthy as they've been all year long. Now, it'll be an uphill battle against the Cowboys, Graziano writes, but don't expect the Packers to be overwhelmed by the playoff atmosphere. I don't expect them to be. I think Aaron Jones and their rushing attack can definitely cause problems, and they've got some receivers that have seemed to just step up and make big plays for them when they've needed it. But still, you'd like to think the pass rush of a Micah Parsons, a Dorrance Armstrong, a Fowler, you know, the, the plethora of guys the Cowboys have to disrupt Jordan Love's timing with these young receivers will be the impact here. Not that, oh my gosh, the moment's too big for us. It's the opposition that you're playing in the Cowboys' defense. You know, I, I think they had the benefit of a very good schedule. You know, there's four teams in the AFC South right now that think they're pretty good because they, they got to play in a crap division with a crap schedule, and a lot of them ended up around 500, but they're really like five or six win teams. I think similar things have developed for Green Bay. Um, and you look at how their season ended, sure, you're going to feel confident after winning three in a row. But any playoff team would have beaten those three teams three in a row. You know, that's just, you know, so some teams end up in the playoffs, but they're not necessarily as good as playoff teams. That's what I think of uh, of the Packers coming into this one. Um, and, yeah, if the Cowboys lose, it might be their worst playoff loss ever as far as difference in how good you are compared to them. Yeah, and you look at the 49ers, the one team we're thinking, okay, this is the team that could beat the Cowboys. The myth there would be Brock Purdy's numbers are inflated by the Niners' run-after-catchability, which is interesting. I would say that I think naturally they would be because they're amazing. With but yeah, the but act. that's sustainable. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, so here's yeah. Graziano's reasoning. continue to be that way. Yes, the 49ers have a great run-after-catchability, and yes, Shanahan does a great job of scheming up plays that maximize it, but Purdy's not considerably more reliant on that than other quarterbacks. Hmm. The Niners are sixth in the league in receiving yards and fourth in yards after the catch. To translate, they get 47% of their receiving yards after the catch, and for comparison, the Chiefs get 61% of their receiving yards after the catch. And he's throwing out, do we think Mahomes is a system quarterback? I think we would all say no. So he wants to just give Brock Purdy more credit for what he's getting. He's not a system quarterback. Brock Purdy's actually done a good job of opening up this offense for San Francisco, which to an extent, I mean, he's seventh in, in air yards with eight yards per attempt. So it's not just a dink and dunk type offense. He, that's the difference with him and Garoppolo. Purdy throws the ball down the field. It's not an east and west offense anymore. They're able to go north and south because Purdy does have some good playability. Yeah, and those guys are good at, at getting open downfield and the coaching staff is great at, you know, creating pockets of space and making the defense defend uh, the whole deal and you know, it's it's outstanding. It's going to be tough to know how good Brock Purdy is, though, for maybe another three or four years. You're, you're going to need to see him in a variety of different circumstances because the greatness doesn't jump off the TV. What jumps off the TV is a guy that appears to make good decisions and take care of the football who's in charge of a very explosive offense. Right, and when they're not yeah. taking care of the football, that's when they've lost. Yeah. And that's when Purdy's having red zone interceptions like he did against yeah. Cincinnati. He's throwing four picks against Baltimore. I mean, you took away lose. his left tackle and his number one receiver, and they couldn't win. No, they went on a three-game yeah. losing streak. Yeah. I mean, Dak, I don't think would miss a beat like that if in, in, in a short period of time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.